0: Welcome to Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras. This week, more stories about Saturn. This podcast is presented by Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web. Last time we talked about Saturn, Shani, the slow-moving teacher of the cosmos. I received so many compliments on the last episode that I thought I would extend it one more time to include some more stories, and insights into the nature of this powerful planet. Of course, we're talking about Saturn in his form as a mythological representative of a certain aspect of life. It's important to remember that the planets as mythological markers, indicators of what is happening in our lives, and Vedic astrology called Jyotish does not suggest that the planets control us, but rather they are the deliverers of our karmas, and by looking at their patterns, we can intuit the nature of karma that we are experiencing. And, of course, in every world, culture, and religion, both fate and free will play an important role. In the Vedic worldview, fate, particularly as represented in our Jyotis chart, presents us with situations and circumstances within which we're free to act according to our free will. The life experience is seen as a progression that extends through many, many lifetimes, as the soul moves from its spiritual unity with Brahman into complete identification with the material world and then back again to rediscover its source or original status in the infinite spiritual reality of life. The journey outward takes place under the influence of the sun and the journey back under the influence of Saturn. Under Saturn's gaze, the individual feels disillusioned and frustrated with life And turns away to find a more comprehensive answer that's less dependent, less material, and based on a more permanent spiritually based reality. In order to understand the true value of Saturn, it's good to remember that he is Surya Putra. Surya is the sun, and Putra means sun in the sense that Saturn is the son of the sun. Saturn's teacher was Guru, Jupiter. The most beneficent spiritual of all the planets. So Saturn is not really all misery, doom, and gloom. He has a higher spiritual calling to perform. Saturn frustrates our desires and our attempts to expand ever further into the material world, but he has a higher purpose. He is also known as Vishnu Bhakta, a devotee of Vishnu, who in this sense represents the divine in all forms. Saturn's job is to so thoroughly ruin our experience of life that we turn in desperation to the divine, much as Arjuna does in the Bhagavad Gita, or the king and the merchant does in the Chandipat. Arjuna found himself forced by duty to participate in a battle amongst his most revered and beloved relatives and friends. He says to Krishna as he sets down his bow, My limbs fail and my mouth is parched. My body quivers and my hair stands on end. My bow slips from my hand and even my skin burns all over. I am unable to stand and my mind seems to whirl. Of course, these great stories have to be larger than life with great heroes and great villains who find themselves in situations of epic proportions. But it's only at this point of absolute despair and confusion that Arjuna is really able to listen to Krishna. They had been friends for many, many years, but it took the events that led up to the battle of Kurukshetra to prepare Arjuna sufficiently so he could truly listen and learn. In a nutshell, this is the essence of a Saturn experience. We find ourselves stuck between a rock and a hard place with no obvious or comfortable solution. These situations can seem unimaginably cruel and unfortunate, Such as what happened to Saturn's guru. But before I tell you that story, let's start with a summary of Saturn's characteristics from one of my favorite books, The Greatness of Saturn by Robert Svoboda. This comes from the story of King Vikramitra, who suffers greatly at the hands of Saturn and seeks to understand the influence of all the planets so that he can guide others to avoid the misery that he experienced. During his seven and a half years of Sade Sati, the time when Saturn passes through the sign before, the sign of, and the sign after, your birth moon. So this takes place in a uh, king's chambers and is a conversation between King Vicar Demetra and a pundit who is telling the story of Saturn. O King, he begins... Saturn is the supreme terrifier among all the planets. All beings fear him, for he rules bereavements and misfortunes. If pleased, he will give you a kingdom. But if irate, he will snatch everything away from you in a moment. His grace makes you happy, while his wrath so thoroughly ruins you that your name is completely forgotten in the human world. Saturn determines longevity and death, for he is the lord of time. The ambition of kings is great, but their lives are fleeting. All the kings who have ever ruled the earth with their might have been reduced by time to tales that others tell. Even King Indra and all the gods panic when Saturn is nearby, for over the ages many thousands of Indras have been overtaken by the power of time. Saturn is the son of the sun, and his wife's shadow, Chaya, As soon as Saturn was born, his gaze fell upon his father and caused vitiglio. His gaze next fell on on the sun's charioteer, who fell and broke his thigh. And when that gaze lit upon the seven horses of the sun's chariot, they all went stone blind. The sun tried a number of remedies to remove these infirmities, but nothing worked. It was only when Saturn's gaze left them that the sun's skin cleared His charioteer's femur healed, and his horses regained their sight. Although Saturn originally became a planet after performing penance and meditations in Banaras, which is Varanasi, and propitiating Lord Shiva, he did not even spare his benefactor. When Shiva's son Ganesha was born, his mother Parvati wanted to show the boy to Saturn. Well, Saturn politely advised her not to do so. But when she insisted, he gazed at the child reluctantly with only one eye. But instantly Ganesha's head was reduced to ashes. To prevent Parvati in her anger from destroying the universe, Lord Vishnu flew north on his eagle Garuda, and finding a bull elephant exhausted from intercourse with his mate, cut off his head, returned with it, and joined it successfully to Ganesha's body. So that lays the groundwork for this story, which is the story of Saturn's guru and his Sade Sati, which fortunately only lasted three hours and 45 minutes instead of seven and a half years that the rest of us have to experience. But it was, as we will see, an eventful few hours. It's a great story and so big and so disastrous that who among us could equal that much misfortune in our own lives? And that, in some ways, is the value of mythological stories. It doesn't really matter if they're literally true or not. They always teach us something about the nature of life. So Lord Saturn said to King Vicar I've not tormented you in the least. Torment is what I gave to my guru. You cannot even compare your misery with his. I have tortured all of the devas and all of the asuras and filled them with woe. If you'll listen carefully to their stories, you may begin to comprehend my abilities. One morning I went to my guru with folded hands. Saluting him, I said, Guru Maharaj, I bow to you. My Guruji said, Yes, my child, why have you come to me today? Tell me what I can do for you. I said, Well, I am thinking of passing over your moon. My guru naturally got the shock of his lifetime and said, My son, have pity on me. Don't even enter, don't even go near the constellation where my moon sits. But Maharaj, I explained to him patiently, That is my duty. I cannot shirk my duty. I cannot spare anyone, not even you. If you are repulsed by the idea of giving me refuge, well then, O compassionate Lord, how will anyone else allow me to affect them or obey me? Everyone will insult me, so no, I am not going to turn my gaze from you within a very short time. That's the way things are ordained. I may be your nor pupil, but for now, please ask me for grace. Hearing this, my Guru Maharaj said with great alarm, How long will your gaze be upon me? I told him, seven and a half years, Sade Sati. Impossible, he sputtered. So I told him, at least agree to let me reside with you for five years, or at the very least for two and a half years. But he was not ready to agree to this either, and he would not agree to seven and a half months, or even seven and a half days. I then had the thought that it was inappropriate for me as a disciple to serve up exceptional misery for my guru. A guru is as compassionate as a mother, which is why the guru is always worthy of worship. Realizing that failure to comply with my guru's request would make me fall into hell myself, I made obeisance to my guru's feet, and in a humble voice I said, O Lord Mentor, I, the planet Saturn, I am pleased with you, so, Guru, please ask me for a wish. My guru said to me, Saturn, if you are pleased with me, then I ask this. Show me the compassion not to enter my body at all. And I responded, if I spare you, then no one in the world will respect me. But I will give you this. I will stay in your moon's constellation only seven and uh, only seven and a half praharas, which is 22 and a half hours. He said, fine, Saturn, you may stay in my moon sign for one and a quarter praharas, three hours and 45 minutes. He commanded me in this way, thinking to himself, how will my disciple be able to torment me if I pass these few hours bathing and meditating? But I came to know what he was thinking, and his in his arrogance, he hardened my heart, so it steeled my resolve. Very good, O great guru, I said to myself, because you've decided to try to cheat me. You will now have to see what sort of powers I possess and what wonders I can perform. When the time arrived for me to bother my guru, he thought to himself, Well, I think I shall go down to the plain where people die, meaning the earth, where the river Ganga flows, and I will take my bath there. By the time I finish bathing, my period of punishment will be over. So he headed for earth and for the river Ganga. Taking the form of a melon merchant, Saturn met him along the way, and when my shadow fell upon the guru, changes began to occur in his body and mind. I, Saturn, showed him two small watermelons, which I cut open slightly to show how good they were. Seeing their sticky red juice run down, my guru became pleased with those melons. He gave me two small coins for them, put them into his bag, and continued onward to the river Ganga. I disappeared. After bathing in the river Ganga, my guru filled his water pot with Ganga water, and carrying these two watermelons in his bag, headed for the nearby town. Now the sons of the king and the prime minister of that city were of the same age and were devoted to each other. And the day before they had gone out hunting together, and I had caused them to lose their way. They became completely lost in the jungle, and when they did not return by nightfall, the king began to worry and ordered his soldiers to search for him. One of the search parties came across my guru and noted the bulging bag that he was carrying under his arm. When the soldiers asked my guru, ''Great sage, what is in your bag?'' He replied, ''Two watermelons for me to dine on later.'' But the soldiers remonstrated, ''Then why is blood dripping from your bag?'' ''Oh, butcher, are you a brahmana or a brahmarakshat, a type of evil spirit?'' ''Show us what is in your bag.'' When my guru heard this, he asked himself, What are they talking about? As he said to them, Oh, it's just watermelon juice, he looked down at the bag and saw that it was indeed bloody, and the blood was dripping from it drop by drop, for meanwhile I had changed those melons into the severed heads of the sons of the king and his prime minister. Then the soldiers snatched the bag from my guru's arms. When they opened it, they found the heads of the two young men they were searching for. Seeing them, the soldiers were instantly filled with disgust and screamed at my guru, You villain! Now we see that you are an executioner in the the guise of a brahmana, and that you have no trace of compassion within you. Then those soldiers bound bound my guru, and flogging him at every step, marched him back to the palace, where they told the king, This base vile man has murdered your son and the prime minister's son as well. When the troops displayed the severed heads to the king, he swooned and fell to the floor. When he came to, he said to himself, O my lord God, you couldn't even spare my only son. This is no Brahmana, he is poison incarnate, who has slain my sinless son. Get out, you men from the city, and impale this ghoul on a sharp stake, and bring me a report. The sons obediently dragged my guru out to the execution ground, hammering on him all the way and set a tall, pointed iron stake firmly upright in the ground, preparing to impale him. Meanwhile, in another part of the palace, the prince's wife, on hearing of his death, decided to immolate herself on his funeral pyre. Sorrow spread through the town on the heels of the news, and outside of town a crowd gathered to see the prince's murderer. They rained stones and clots of dirt on my guru, reviling him thus. This is a fiend in Brahmana's clothes. Otherwise, how could this rapscallion perform such a terrible deed? My guru was, of course, extremely depressed at this unexpected and overwhelming reversal of fortune, and had not the least idea what to do about it. So there he stood, eyes downcast, staring distractedly at the ground, when one of the king's executioners came up to him and said, Great sage, prepare yourself to enjoy the fruits of your evil deeds and mount the stake. Hearing the word stake, my guru began to quake uncontrollably, and he said to the executioner, Wait for just a few minutes before you impale me, and if I am saved, I will give you ten thousand silver coins. What will happen if you wait just a couple minutes before you skewer me? Dread of the, of the stake had shaken my guru out of his trance of confusion and he had realized that my agreed-upon time to torture him was almost up. It was because he knew that once my gaze left him completely, he would automatically escape, that he pleaded so persistently for a postponement. His entreaties eventually created a modicum of compassion within the king's servants, and they agreed to delay the execution by just a few minutes. Being a renunciate, my guru had no money— but he promised it anyway, just to save himself. By this time, the three and three-quarters hours of my gaze had expired, and the sons of the king and the prime minister uh, straggled into the palace, where they stood before the king to salute him. Tears of joy filled the king's eyes, and he commanded a fleet messenger to run to the execution ground, saying, Tell my men not to impale that Brahmana. Instead, bring him back to me. The messenger flew to the execution ground to deliver the message, as a consequence of which my guru was marched back to the palace, but still trussed up like a prisoner. Once there he blessed the king and narrated to him the whole story, whereupon the king in a voice choked with emotion, said, O Lord Guru, it was from ignorance that I laid upon you this crime of my son's murder and ordered you to be impaled. For this mistake I ask your forgiveness." My son has returned alive from his hunting trip, but not before the intoxication of my authority and wealth made me sentence you to death without thinking of what a great sin it is to slay a sage. Had you died, that evil karma would have destroyed me and my kingdom and would have sent me to hell. Forgive me for being such an unthinking reprobate. So saying, my king... The king sat my guru on his throne and stood before him, folding his own two hands respectfully in front of his chest. Then my guru said, O king, you have committed no fault whatsoever. All of this has been Lord Saturn's illusion. It is he who caused both of us this great misery. And when the king asked for my guru's bag and opened it, he found two watermelons. After having my guru, my guru well bathed and his body anointed with fragrant unguents, and having his wounds attended to, the king sat him on a gilded stool and worshipped him, following which he was fed many and very delicious morsels. My guru was then given new clothes and ornaments, and his bag was filled with ten thousand silver coins. His body creaking from all the beatings he had received, my guru met the executioner as he left the palace gates and handed over his compensation to the butcher in fulfillment of his promise. Further down the road I met him, and bowing down low, flat upon the ground in salute, I said, Lord Guru, tell me your news. My Guru said to me, O Lord Saturn, that three and three-fourths hours of your gaze has shattered my bones. Who knows what would have happened to me had you spent seven and a half years oppressing my moon? You have obliged me immensely. You are the most terrible of all the planets, and those whom you seize you torment mercilessly. That which was to happen has happened, but never give anyone this source of misery again. I have been able to understand and withstand this torture, but no one else could have withstood it. I shall take an oath from you right now that you will not submit to anyone else this degree of anguish. I replied, O Guru, anyone who is free from arrogance has nothing to fear from me, but everyone who harbors arrogance within will have to suffer as you have suffered, Lord Guru. You tried to be too smart. I had to display my powers to you because of your arrogance. Now pardon this child of yours. I shall never offend you in this way again. Having spoken in this way, I took the Guru's permission to return to my own world. There is a saying in Sanskrit, svabhava vijayati iti sharyam. The true heroism is to conquer your own nature. Because until you have, Saturn will seek out even the smallest weakness and show them to you so that you can overcome them. Once that process is complete, you are no longer under the control of Saturn. His job is done and life is lived in freedom. But beware, the minute you feel the pride of, I am done, I've achieved perfection, I am truly great, Saturn will be there to test you once again. I suspect that by the time one is truly done, the state of humility and reverence is so thoroughly ingrained that the thought, I am great, would never enter one's mind. So I thought it might be good to enter this short series on Saturn with a Saturn Puja. This is just what you would hear in a temple with a priest performing the puja for you, including the recitation of the 108 names or mantras for Saturn. It's about six minutes in length, and after that, I have a very nice rendition of an Ashirvadam, a Vedic blessing for long life, peaceful existence and success and enjoyment in everything that you do. And that's all for this week. Thanks very much for listening. See you next time.
1: Adhasinigraha Sinigraha Rathanum Om Samagni Ragni Piska, Rastan Nasta, Podusurjaha, Shambato, Vatparapa, Apastrethaha, Yama, Yasomagum, Sonuta Yama, Avihi, Yamagum, Hajagno, Gatchat, Yagniadot, Arankurtaha, Prajapate, Natuata, Genja, Biswa, Jata, Neparita, Bua. Yet ka ma ste zuhamastano astuvaya gusya mabata Senigrahadevatam jayami. Janam samar payami. Asanam samar payami. Navaratna kachida divya simhasanam samar payami. Padayoha yoh padjam samar payami. Hasta yoh arkham samar payami. Muke samar payami. samar payami. Bastram समर्पयामि उपवतम समर्पयामि यामी चंदनं समर्पयामि चंदा नम समर्पयामि यामी समर्पयामि किति अस्तोतर Om Shanta Yanamaha, Om Sarva Pista Pradayan, A Om Saranya Yanamaha, Om Barenia Yanamaha, Om Sarveswara Yanamaha, Om Somya Yanamaha, Om Soravandia Yanamaha, Om Soraloka Viharin, A Namaha, Om Sukasano Pavista Yanamaha, Om Sundara Yanamaha, Om Kana Yanamaha. Om Kanarupa Yanamaha, Om Kana Paranatharen Enamaha, Om Kanasara Vilepana Yanamaha, Om Kadyoda Yanamaha, Om Manda Yanamaha, Om Manda Yanamaha, Om Mahani Yagunatman Enamaha, Om Matya Yanamaha, Om Mahesha Yanamaha, Om Chaya Yanamaha, Om Serva Yanamaha, Om Serato Neratar Enamaha, Om Charas Yanamaha, Om Chanchella Yanamaha, Om Nila Varna Yanamaha, Om Nitya Yanamaha, Om Nila and Yananapa Yanamaha, Om Nila and Barabi Hoshana Yanamaha, Om Nischella Yanamaha, Om Vedia Yanamaha, Om Midrupa Yanamaha, Om Bajradeha Yanamaha, Om Vairagya Daya Namaha Om Virodhadhara Vomaya Namaha Om Vedaspada Yanamaha, Daya Namaha Om Viraya Namaha Om Vita Rogabhaya Daya Namaha Om Vipadparamparecha Daya Namaha Om Vistavandhya Daya Namaha Om Gurdhra Vahana Om Gorda Yanamaha, Om Kurmanga Yanamaha, Om Kurupin, Namaha, Om Kutita, Yanamaha, Om Gunatia, Yanamaha, Om Gojara, Yanamaha, Om Avidia Molana Yanamaha, Om Vidya Vidya Swarupin, E Namaha, Om Ayushakarana, Yanamaha, Om Abadhut Dhatre Namaha, Om Vishnu Dhakta, Yanamaha, Om Masin, E Namaha, Om Vivit dhagam vedide namah Om with his Yanamaha, Om Vandia Yanamaha, Om Biru Baksha Yanamaha, Om Barista Yanamaha, Om Garista Yanamaha, Om Badiram Gusatara Yanamaha, Om Varada Yanamaha, Om Abhaya Hasta Yanamaha, Om Vamana Yanamaha, Om Deshta Patnesameta Yanamaha, Om Treshta Yanamaha, Om Mitapasin Yanamaha, Om Gostaukana Sena. Yanamaha, महा ओम आर््य पुष्टिदा ओम स्थुत्या यन ओम स्तोत्र कम्या जन ओम ओम भक्तिवस्या यनमहा ओम भानवेन महा ओम भानुपुत्रा यन ओम भव्या जन ओम Yanamaha, यन Tanada ओम धनुर संस्थाना ओम धनदा यन ओम ओम Yanamaha, whom Asesha Janavandia, Yanamaha, whom Asesha Palada, Yanamaha, whom Basikurta Janesha, Yanamaha, whom Basun Ampada, Yanamaha, whom Kejara, Yanamaha, whom Kageja, Yanamaha, whom Kananil Ambara, Yanamaha, whom Kapin Yanamaha, whom Arya Yanamaha, whom Yanamaha, Nitya, Yanamaha, Yanamaha, Om Gunatma, Yanamaha, Om Diramaya, Yanamaha, Om Dindia, Yanamaha, Om Mandania, Yanamaha, Om Hira, Yanamaha, Om Divia, Yanamaha, Om Dinatiharana, Yanamaha, Om Daitiana Sakara, Yanamaha, Om Maria Janagania, Yanamaha. Om Krura, Yanamaha, Om Krura Chesta, Yanamaha, Om Kamakro Yanamaha, Om Kalatra Putrasitruthvakarana, Yanamaha, Om Pariposita Bhakta, Yanamaha, Om Parapiti Hara, Yanamaha, Om Bhakta Sanghavano Pista Balada, Yanamaha, Om Sri Machaneswara, Yanamaha, Nana Vithapari Malabatra Pushpacha Danjerim Samarpa Dupamakra Payami, Sakshat Prachakra Mangaladi Bamdarza Yami, Nave Jam Samar Karpura Ananda Nirajanam Darsayami, Suvarnadivya Mantra Bushpa samarpayami Jalim Mama Sinis Varakrahadevata Anugraha Prasada Palasiddhi
2: आशीर्वाद मंत्रम ओम लभंदेह सर्वस्य सर्वं जयते Metra day and no astor on a da Nava Babadida Major remarkum, some नम बहुते जता Sini vali, ya, 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 raka, raka, ya, sini sini ya, ya, raga ya, ya, raka, ya, 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 Sarasvati Sarasvati, Sabita Pashtana, Sabita Gurasta, Sabita Tarat, Sabita Tarat, Sabita Nasvati Sarvata, Sabita Nasvati A grim, a grim, a pradaram nanapradaram pradaram na ajayanna pradala pradana ayo pradana vidipra taram ajayanna na ayo ajaratya ayo sadam hasya labh I am a